Hey everyone, welcome back. On this week's episode, Q and I are going to be talking about early 2000s MTV dating shows. Quite the mouthful, but ultimately looking into the the cringiness of the early 2000s TV dating scene. But with that being said, I'm Q. I'm A. And this is, is Q and A. So yeah, as Steven said, we're going to be talking about all the different uh, old MTV shows from the around the early 2000s yeah. that were, uh, looking back on it, <laughs> some of the worst scripted, most overacted pieces of garbage out there, but... It makes you wonder, like, goddamn, they're entertaining. It makes you wonder, like, whose job was this? To who? Who was like, oh, this guy's qualified for this, and this was their product. Like, this is their portfolio. For the time, though, it was entertaining as hell, and it's still entertaining. It is, yeah, in a train wreck kind of way. Yeah, I feel like I will say I find them to be more entertaining than I find any modern dating shows to be. I agree. Well, because it's so, it's so. Like, I don't even know what you call it. It's just such a mess, whereas it's more serious these days. Like, it's more serious, but it's still kind of a train wreck these days. But at least back then, I don't think anyone went on these shows thinking that they were going to find the love of their life, like, quite legitimately. Oh, God, no. Yeah. No, I don't think any of these had any like, other than yeah. like probably the early seasons of the bachelor but that's like that's outside true. of the realm of what we're talking about that that was more of a serious show the bachelor's a little bit more serious but like if we're talking about like netflix kind of modern dating shows oh, like too so hot bad. to handle or love island or uh what's that other one oh fuck didn't boy island a, didn't they make a dating show out of naked and afraid yes yeah <laughs> i forget what that was called dating naked something like or that so- <laughs> um but uh <laughs> oh my god but but anyway the thing with that the difference between back then before we get into like individual shows like the dominating difference here was that in today's dating show scene right also you got other ones like perfect match and like other uh mm-hmm. Love is Blind. Uh, Love is Blind is another good one. Uh, But maybe not so much in relation to what I'm about to say, but a lot of times these people are influencers, so the shows pick them up from that because the point of this is that they're going to be on this show. They already have a following, and so the show gets more traction, more audience, generates more money that, that, that way. But back in the day, like grassroots MTV dating shows, they chose like the most average Joe, oh, yeah, weird people they could find. Absolutely yeah. nobody. It was before the time of smartphones mm-hmm. and social media. So these people were just like random people that tried out for the show. Well, that and, was back when it was either just you pick a show is either based on real celebrities that actually have done something to be famous. Yeah. Or like you said, just random people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like today where modern day celebrity really isn't a celebrity. It's someone that, oh, they they post pictures and short clips of themselves on Instagram. Yep. Celebrity. To celebrity. me, that's not a celebrity. It's, no. Well, that's why they're called influencers. You haven't contributed anything meaningful. Yeah. Well, I think that's why they're called influencers and not so much a celebrity. Well, what was that other that show on Netflix that they just did? Um where they got it was just people from all these other dude. That's perfect game match. Shows. That's perfect what I just match. referenced. Oh my and god! And it was also so horrendous. Bad. I tried watching it, and like coming from someone who loves shows like that, I can tell you hands down, awful. It was terrible. Because I didn't you, even watch it. You know what the problem is with that one? I think is that at least other shows, there's some kind of 
rhyme or reason to the people they bring on even if they are all random people that don't know each other there's like more chemistry they like kind of bet yes. it out so this yeah. one was just like all of these people were on other shows in the past and some of them were fan favorites let's just put them all in a dating show together and see what happens yeah but people liked these people because of chemistry they had with people on the show that they were already on that they were casted when for. you take yeah. them out of that you now have them with just random people mm-hmm and none of them were real, like, celebrities. Yeah. I could see it maybe working if it was, like, real celebrities. Uh-huh. But well, may- maybe, because they share, like, that commonality, at least. Well, I guess some of them on this show, they share the commonality of being influencers now. And if they weren't big influencers, they are probably now yes. influencers. Like, this is what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. Like, they clearly don't have a job. Because yep. how do they devote their time to doing this, you know? Yep. But... But, yeah, there was seemingly, like, something off about Perfect Match that I didn't... Like, it just lost me after one episode. Like, I just didn't enjoy it. And to kind of bridge the gap between what we're going to talk about mainly with the old shows and the modern ones, we did have that weird period in the early, probably early 2010s, -hmm. where they did have game, like, game show style dating shows. Oh, That were kind of like in between, between the series we have now and the absolutely ridiculous MTV you days. Bring up George Lopez, Kyle. That's where I'm going. <laughs> George Lopez with "Take Me Out," yep. uh, where I don't even remember the premise of the show. I just remember I think they would come down in an elevator. Uh huh. They would. I don't remember how it got picked, whether or not they would want to go on the date or anything like that. Oh, I vaguely remember because what think happened? It was basically like I think it was 25 women or 25 men, depending, mm-hmm. right, on who who the lead is. Yeah. And they would say oh, I'm looking for someone like this or that. Like, they're saying what they're looking for while also kind of cueing in who they are. Okay. And then you can opt out. So at the end, it leaves you with only a handful of the people left. Oh, okay. And then I think, I forget what happens after that, but eventually it leads to one person left. Yes. And then it's the whole thing about the take me out resort it was so yep. cringy because they like per- they did that part on purpose they so, like, did everyone- that the whole crowd chanted it with them and then they played eddie money's uh two tickets to paradise they did yep. i forgot about oh my god yep. and then they would go and that was kind of like the i feel like that was kind of the last like ridiculous dating show yeah that was like 2012 ish yeah that was like mid- high early school. 2010s yeah. but i feel like that was the last kind of like ridiculous style yeah. dating show that where yeah. it was just not taken seriously at all yeah and but, that was kind of a lull because i don't think other than the bachelor there was any show similar to that uh in between the mtv no. series and then the advent of netflix with no, their shows. dating shows kind of died out died out think, for, for a while yeah um but yeah so i mean to get the conversation started on the uh now we're going on back the one we're gonna go to the... back to the Early to mid 2000s. 2000s, Yeah, to mid 2000s. One that I want to briefly touch on was probably the first one that I ever really watched as a kid. Has to be the one we're both thinking of. It is not. Wait, is it really? I think even before that, or one of the ones I have the earliest memories Uh of Rock of Love. Oh, God. featuring Brett Michaels from Poison. Oh, you oh you've mentioned this. I've never seen this. This was such a odd idea for a show because it's just. Brett Michaels surrounded by, you know, whatever, however many women were in the show uh-huh. that are all, no one on the show is looking for love, as they called it, blatantly. Like, it's so uh-huh. obvious by watching it. Yeah. It's the whole premise is him being like, I want to find that one for me. And then every episode just making out with everyone on the show, sleeping with, like, everyone on the show. 
ridiculous. So he's really making just like... them do these insane, like insanely stupid, like games and tasks as part of the contest. Then there were two seasons of it, so I was like, all right, so it didn't work the first time. Uh huh. He's definitely gonna find love on the second go around here. Mm-hmm. Then they did it. I don't remember if it was before or after Brett Michaels. They did the same thing with Flava Flav. Mm-hmm. Also ridiculous. But this is some weird trivia here. You know who they almost got to do that? Who they approached about that? Who? Must be someone we both know. Corey Taylor from Slipknot. What? Why? I don't know. Obviously, he turned it down. Yeah. But that was something that was discussed and pitched. And he was like, no. And this is on MTV? Yep. That's Maybe crazy. Was it, I think it was MTV. It could have been VH1. It could be VH1 they and were MTV both, were kind of yeah, synonymous. synonymous. Yeah, but but that's so that's so funny because it almost sounds like uh, Brad Michaels. It was like he's he's a fuck boy. Oh, he's hundred like, percent a fuck. Boy. Yeah, yeah. But he was he was like you know what? Let me pretend like I want a monogamous relationship, but instead let me just fuck around with whoever they get to be on the cast. Uh-huh. Right. Well, you could also tell that all the women on that show were also. Not interested not really. in an actual relationship. Well, is he attractive, Brett Michaels? He's a pretty decent looking dude. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what he looks like off the top of my head, but but yeah, but I was gonna say is he not attractive and they're just there oh, kind of no, for money. No, he he was a good looking dude. Um but even, you know, that was in the two thousands, even then he was a little bit past his you know, Prime. peak yeah. you know, peak celebrity and all that. Mm-hmm. Even today he's a pretty decent looking guy. Yeah. But um no, I I'd be definitely a better looking guy than Flavor Flav. <laughs> what was his called flavor of love <laughs> yes flavor of love oh my yep. lord yep that was it uh, and then there was a who was that woman they had a similar one with a woman but i think she was only famous for the show uh oh my god i don't know tequila tequila i have no idea who that is you don't remember that no oh my god forget it then oh my god forget it um but no so i think that was my first kind of yeah, stupid dating show type of thing. Yeah. But I know the one that me, you and our friend Ray yeah. bonded over. And I feel like the rest of the world, at least if you grew up around us, has to have heard of this show. This is like the biggest MTV oh, yeah. show. Well, wait, were we thinking of the same one? Parental control? Yes. 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 This was huge. This was on Massive. all the time. It was at, like the, the day. modern day what the modern day equivalent of true TV showing nothing but impractical jokes. Yeah, it is constantly. It is. Yes, the show always, is always on. That's actually a good point. It was that and cribs. Yep. We watched yeah. parental control at a sleepover for your birthday for hours. Wait, that's right. Cause it was night. just on episode after episode. And we just kept watching it. It was just hours, hours in a row God. until like the late, late night. It's terrible. But I remember like the opening scene is always funny. Uh, because it's like this narrator guy, and he's like, um, this is Michael. Or like, well, I was, I'll, well like, this is Michael. Um, and this is his girlfriend, Jean. His parent, Michael's parents, Debbie and Ryan, can't stand Jean. And then, like, and it's like... It's always, like, a video of the girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever, like, flipping off the camera yeah, or yeah, doing, like, like, something, like, super ghetto <laughs> or something. Acting out, like, super yep. bad habits. Like... Oh, she likes to chew with her mouth full, cuts the clip of her, like, chomping down on, like, like pasta. Like, it's just, like, really <laughs> it purposefully done mm-hmm. to make it as exaggerative as possible. Mm-hmm. And and then they get on, the parents will be on there, and they'll be like, 
Michael just needs a real woman. Gene is meant for the garbage, or Gene's meant for the streets, and their their facial expressions and their tone of voice is just like so fake. Like yep. it's so scripted. And then they spend an entire like <laughs> few hours or whatever sitting in a room with the person as they watch their child on a date. With other with, so, with other people. Yeah. But the, before that, right, They before they ever go on the date, it always shows the parents. They put them in the same room constantly, and they have all these women come in and ask these women questions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, like, weird stuff. It's like the dad – I forget. There, there was one where, like, the the girl said something like, oh, well, I could show your son a good time. And the dad's the dad would be sitting there with the wife right next door being like, Oh really? Can you can you describe how you would or like like something <laughs> <laughs> something weird? I'm like, dude, you, you this is for your son, not for you, and also that's your wife right there. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! So then they end up choosing. They each choose one of the. If we're mm-hmm. talking about like the having a male lead, and then you know, yep, them interviewing women, which I feel like was a little more common. That was more common, yeah, for sure. They did do both, but I feel like that was for sure the more common one. I think so, yeah. And then so they each chose a girl, right? to date their son and then they're all sitting on the couch right in the living room it's like now gene is gonna watch as michael goes on the dates with the two dates his parents chose for him and then it's always the same shit they're bantering back and forth and the parents are like hope you're ready to say goodbye gene and gene's like fuck you people or like it's just it's so stupid and then the door rings and it's like oop here's my girl get ready gene and it's like <laughs> Oh my god, it is it makes me in that, as a kid I like I didn't really overthink it, but no. watching it as an adult, I'm like, what is that? This? Oh my god, that like sums up every episode so perfectly. Uh-huh. Oh, and then they would the girlfriend would always like retort back with some snide comment. To the person all that the comes time, in. Yeah. Or always this was a very common one. Look at the mom and be like, Well, you're ugly. Or some stupid like shit random. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the mom would be like, okay. And they'd be like, anything else? It'd be like, no. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not smart enough for a better. They, they're just like, yes. like, what the hell? And they always made, and they did it for the guys too, but they did it for specifically the girls a lot. They always made the girlfriend like such like a stupid bimbo. Yes. All always. the time. It always. Was, it was never just that they were nasty. They were also always stupid. Yeah. Like that was like the same thing for the guys. The guys uh-huh. were always like white trash like yeah. jackasses. But they always Which, made them stupid. Always stupid. Never always. smart. Well, you know what's so weird is that back when they did this, big butts weren't in. And in this one episode I saw, they were talking about like the dad goes to the girlfriend, Oh well he I forget the context, but he basically told the girlfriend, You have a dump truck. And I'm like <laughs> I'm like, don't you think that it's so funny because these days, like, well, nowadays, people want a butt. Yeah. But back then, I don't think that was a thing to have. It was seen as being, like, chunky or yeah. out of shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that that aged oddly. But but um, but anyway, when they're on the date, right, they're all watching. And I think what's funny, what's weird is that it's just so, it's so cringy even when the people are on the date. Then occasionally they, they like, kiss, and which is awkward. And then... Uh-huh. The parents are like, yeah, and the and the girlfriend will be like, actually, kind of looking a little sad, and I'm like, this show's a little fucked up, honestly. Like, or the flip side, they're sitting there like steaming, hangry. Yes, yes, 
it's just weird. I know the other day, uh, it's like, he's like, so why do you think I should choose you? And, and the girl was like, well, let me show. Uh, oh, here, I'll show you why I should choose me. Stands up, lifts her shirt up. Like, just show straight tit. And then, and then. Did he choose her, though? He ends up choosing her. And then, and then at the end, the best part. So he chose this chick. Um, and the best part is, is that he, she's like, now you get unlimited. <laughs> she's like, now you get to see uh, as much as you want. And stands up again is like. It was just Michael looking at, like, <laughs> from the angle looking at her tits. You don't see it, but I'm just like, what is this show? Like, the comment section was like, I think we all know why he chose What's-Her-Face. Uh, and the other chick, he's like, that he didn't choose, that wasn't his girlfriend. He was mm -hmm. like, so, and what kills me about this is whenever they didn't choose someone, right, then the person just shot, always had to shoot back something negative mm -hmm. about it. And so... He didn't choose this one girl. He's like, you're just like a little, I think, too nice for me. You know what I mean? And uh, then she says, whatever, skinny isn't my type anyway. Or like some mean ass comment where you know that if she got chosen, she would have just acted like through the moon, showing oh, her tits yeah. off. Like, what's her face? Uh -huh. You know? Well, that, that reminds me of this next show mm -hmm. that we could talk about. Yeah. Which is one that we've been watching very frequently, frequently over the past lately. couple months. Because what's it on H? Uh, it's H? on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount+. Plus, yeah. I think all these old shows are for the most part. But Next. Next. Next yep. is probably the most wild show out of all of them. It is so crazy. It is, talk about people getting rejected and just being jackasses. This show, <laughs> you cannot have... They could not have scripted things any better than they did uh -huh. than for this show. Yeah. It is just finding random people, none of which are very attractive. Let's, no, let's half be the, real. There's half maybe the time, one every once in a while. There's usually like one or two like per episode because uh -huh. it's always the first half is always a guy. Lead and then a guy lead. Five women. And then five women on a bus. Weird concept, first of all. Uh -huh. And then they... Uh, you know, they have to go on a date, do whatever weird task that the guy sets up for them. Like, like the, the last one we saw, the dude plays the tennis. Pong. So we had them verse an Olympian <laughs> ping, ping pong. pong player. Yeah. And then when the girl couldn't hit the, the volley back or whatever you want to call it, it was like, I don't think this is going to work. I'm like, bro, he can't play ping pong with Yochi Min or whoever her name was. Yeah. And, and now oh, she's disqualified, mm -hmm. you know. And then, you know, they always say next and it's always some jackass like comment like oh you're hideous anyway oh, they do ugh. that was the same thing Constant. as parental control yes, though that's kind of parallel to that yeah but at least on parental control like they're going on like a date they're not like on next i can somewhat see it because a lot sometimes what happens is they walk off the bus and immediately just based on looks alone just oh next dude that is and the they most... do it in such like a douchebag way all the time but God, if it's not entertaining, dude, dude, that is so brutal. I feel like my ego would be shattered if I just step off a bus and the dude from like, he's not even right there waiting. Like he's like a little bit in the distance, sees me from the distance and is like, next. Like a, sometimes like a football field away. And oh like, my God. Oh, oh she, like no. you're that ugly. You're not just ugly from like view shot. You're ugly from like uh -huh. a football field distance. Ugly. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So they go through all these, and if they do pick them for the second date, they can either take <laughs> a second date with them, or they can take the money, 
the way that they earn money in this show is for every minute you spend on the date, you get you earn a dollar. A dollar. So by the end of the date, the most anyone racks up is like seventy bucks. Seventy to eighty dollars. Uh huh. And the amount of people that are like, I'm taking the money <laughs> and they like flaunt the money at the end. Like they're like it's a life changing amount of money. Oh my god. Like, even in the early two thousands, this was not that much money. That was like at all. Ten hours of work. It was seven dollars an hour. Yes. For minimum wage. Yeah. So that's astounding. It's still a day of work, but it's just one day. It's not like they earned a whole week's paycheck. Oh, my God. At minimum wage. You know what I mean? Like and they, they get the money. I believe my understanding is they get the money as well if they're nexted. Oh, I think they do. I think yeah. they get like... They they like usually it's like a couple bucks. But they usually don't make it that far if they're getting nexted. No, right? usually they make it like five minutes or less. I think most people know the moment you get off the bus whether or not it's mm-hmm. a, a deal or not. Because all these people are so different looking. And so... You're bound to maybe have one person who's your type, but other than that, you just know immediately, but you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. But some people are real douchebags or bitches, and they're like, next, from like immediately. My favorite thing about the show is there's no way that these people are as old as that they say that they are. That's because what I almost everyone... forgot to mention that looks everyone's blatantly like a 30 year old. They person. look like 25 like to 30. 20s they, yeah. to like 30. Uh huh. But when they show their name and age, it's like, this is. Susie, she and 18. it's always spelled weird. It's never just Susie. It's no, like S U Z I Y. It's like this is Susie. I'm 19 years old, and I'm like you, you're either a rough 19, <laughs> or you're a 30 year old woman it's being passed off possible. as a 19. It is not possible. If you watch it, you'll know what we're talking about. And it's, it's almost every person. It's glaring. It's glaring that I think they just make up the ages. Which why? We were saying that the other day. I was like, what would be the point in lying about their age? I guess you're trying to get that demographic, I guess, because it's probably the demographic that watched the show the most yeah. at the time. But well, I feel who gives like a even fuck then. If it was 25, I don't care. If I yeah. was 18 and I saw a 25 year old, I, that wouldn't be like, oh, they're not. It's my not age. the ages. It's the fact that these people are being so trashy. That it's it almost so like a funny. joke in and of itself. Yeah. The best part is when they're in the intro thing and it's like, hey, I'm Debbie and I'm from Farm Country, USA. I'm looking to. I'm looking for. I'm looking to ride his tractor. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Yes. I'm looking to ride. <laughs> it's always something like that. Like it's always yeah. something uh-huh. alluding to sex on every everything. Intro. It's like every single. Ooh, thing. I have asked for days or like like. And then something. when they step off the bus, they get a little intro cue card that with three weird facts three about facts. them. Yeah. The first two are usually just kind of like whatever, but then the third one's always something stupid. Yeah. That's like. If it's a guy coming off the bus, it's like, this is Sean. He can burp the alphabet yeah, while standing on his head and peeing out, peeing in his <laughs> mouth. I'm like, what? It's always something ridiculous. Like, it's a lie. It has to be a lie. Some of them are like, I don't know, doesn't doesn't wipe after he shits. It's just or weird. Or sometimes, it's like... if it's a, sometimes they'll have one of the girls be like purposely trashy looking. Yes. And then the third one's like, slept with her boyfriend's best friend and oh, teacher at yes. the same time. Wait, you're right. Yeah, one of them <laughs> was like always that. something like that when it's one of the trashy ones. But why would you? Oh, my God. And usually that's the one they step off the bus and it's immediately. And next. Next. <laughs> no, because in that one episode we saw the chick, you could tell, thought she was really hot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then she wasn't. Um, she was not. Yeah, as the kids would say these days, she was busted. Uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah she she was like rough looking and but she thought she was the hottest thing since oh, yeah. sliced bread 
Uh, and she got nexted right off the bat. And I was like, yikes. And one thing that I particularly enjoy is the interactions of the people on the bus. Oh, yeah, when you get to switch back and forth between. Yeah. Not even just when they switch back and forth, but when it cuts from like what's going on on the date to just four people that don't know each other having blatantly scripted interactions mm-hmm. on the bus. Like there was one the other day that was the most odd one I think I've seen. Mm-hmm. And it was these two two girls oh, yes. sitting on opposite sides of the couch uh-huh. and one just out of nowhere didn't come from anywhere just goes you ever kissed a girl like randomly and like the other the girl's most... like yeah i have and the other one's like do you want to kiss me right now and then they just started kissing that was weird and it was just that... weird <laughs> <laughs> that, was, like, that was just really weird because it was just so unprovoked <laughs> and then they did it again later in the episode they're like how about another kiss i was like what what is going on or no, she got nexted. That was the ugly chick. And Is that she, what happened? She got nexted, and then she's like, "Well, I got some. I got like, what did she? She said something like, oh, well, I got someone hotter on the bus.' Yeah, anyway. someone I'm like, like that. What the fuck? Yeah, then they kissed again later in the episode. I was like, what is going on? It doesn't make any sense. No, you got the one where uh, they they were waxing the dude's hair. Oh you yeah, the um, the really hair. Cause, yeah, because the girl really liked the Karate Kid movie, mm-hmm. so her date for the guys was. She set up different things from the Karate Kid that they had to do and hired a sensei. Mm. So then afterwards, he goes on the bus with them and starts, like, waxing the dude's leg. Where they come up with this, I'll never know. It's really weird. I don't know. Someone got paid to come up with this. Yeah. But imagine being, like, the producer for these shows during that time period. You would have probably made a lot of money if you were at the head of that. Especially if your contestants are only getting... For per each episode there's there's about what two there's a guy and a girl lead per episode mm-hmm. per half hour episode you're giving out max two hundred dollars mm-hmm. and you know that show is pretty big <laughs> dude i don't think i think if people were aware of social media coming i don't think they would have done this show and acted mm-hmm. how they acted because it is like embarrassing i always sit there and i'm like these people in this show now are like 40 years old you know? Oh, yeah. Because they were probably, like, 10 to 15 years older than us, depending when it was aired. And I'm like, can you imagine being 40, 42, whatever? You have kids now, and there is footage of you on this show acting like this? Oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine. Well, as you could then explain to them, because these shows were absolutely scripted. These shows were not actually these people acting like they normally would. But how would. do they memorize all their lines like that? I was like, you know what I mean? I don't think they have specific, like, scripted lines. They're just told kind of I think they're just kind of told, like, like, here's your... And you got, I have no basis for this, but that's just what I would guess would be, like, here's what your character would act like. Go oh, act like that, you know? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, and they just go off. They just act like... like I do think that the parts that are probably scripted are, like, their intro dialogues. Those mm-hmm. are probably, like, those couple sentences about themselves yeah. are probably scripted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they're probably told, just go act trashy. Yeah. And it worked. It's a great show. I still watch it to this day. I wish they came out with a... We always say we want it to be revamped. We should bring it back. Mm-hmm. We should bring it back. Do it ourselves. It can't be that costly to run. We just have to get a bus. <laughs> <laughs> get, like, get like an old beat up bus in a junkyard <laughs> and like put some shag carpet in it. <laughs> Rusted. It'll be like the uh, 
the old van from Ed, Ed and Eddie with the waterbed. Yeah, that's the how I lit. That's so funny you said that. That literally is what came to my head when I was thinking about it. Oh God! Oh my God! But yeah, we we could definitely like low budget, low budget. You know that would be a hit on. You're gonna have to put it on a on a network. Just have it be a YouTube show, like mm-hmm. a YouTube series, like yeah. the button. Yeah. Oh yeah, the button's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. something short and stupid. Yep. Yeah. And then save all that money on production and everything else. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. No one take our idea. No. But I mean, if you do, I will watch. I will still watch. So I, I don't really care. Support you. <laughs> we don't have the time to make it anyway. But um, again, Cal, so I guess the next one I wanted to bring up, right? So we had, uh, what is it? Parental control. Parental control. Next. next. And then the other major third one, I would say, Kyle never watched this, but I watched a lot of it. It was also, it wasn't quite as big as parental control, but I would say it was second runner up and it was on a lot when, uh, what is it? Cribs was on. Was, oh, Cribs was uh, huge. Cribs was huge. Mm-hmm. Room Raiders 2.0. Well, Room Raiders and then Room Raiders 2.0. So I never saw either of those. <clears throat> that's crazy to me. So I did, however, see Pimp My Ride. God, Pimp My Ride's not a dating show. No, I know. Was Room Raiders <laughs> a dating show? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's not about just raiding rooms for no reason. Kyle. Well, no, this was, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This was a dating show where basically... I guess you signed up for room again, okay. very, very scripted because they start off and they're like, this is so-and-so and they, and they talk about this person or the person's introducing themselves, what they're looking for. Uh, and then it's introducing three guys. They're like, this is Andy, Brett and Chad and Chad. Uh, what they don't know is that room raiders is about to, what they don't know is about Jill's about to raid their room. And like, so this black van pulls up to wherever they're living, <laughs> knocks on their door, and, and they open it up. Half the time they're doing some, and it like, I think if I remember correctly, freezes frame on them, and it's like, you're on Room Raiders. It doesn't matter if they're there in their underwear, Kyle, or they have a bowl of pasta. They shove, <laughs> they like rip them out of their apartment, and they throw them in the back of a van. Like literally <laughs> open the van up, throw them in there. So and essentially kidnap. Yeah, them. and there's like yeah. a bench in uh-huh. the back. So they do this to all three guys, and then they're sitting back there, and then they're watching the TV, and they're watching her as she goes through their rooms. Um, and so basically the whole premise is that, oh, they didn't know that they were about to be on the show, so their room is left unarranged. Like, it was, is mm-hmm. what it is, so you get a full view of what they are. And then the girl goes room to room to room, checking it out, right? Um, and so one good example was this girl shows up, the guy has a roommate. So real quick, when they're in the van, are they watching? They're her watching go her the okay. in real time, go okay. through it. Gotcha. And then, yep. and then we kind of see what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so she gets this one room. This was a college edition one and he had a roommate and she's like, so how would you describe him? And he's like, I don't know, probably like good with the ladies. And, and she's like, oh, so of course when she goes in this room, you know, she's looking around. A lot of times they go through the drawers, whatever. But the funniest part about this show is that they give her a briefcase, like a silver briefcase of tools she can use to, like, analyze the room. So they give her a black light. And she, <laughs> she turns the light off. She's like, let me see how much of a ladies' man he is. And then just turns the black light off to look for residue of semen yeah. and bodily fluids <laughs> on his bed. And I'm just like, What? <laughs> Well, was he a ladies' man? Well, maybe he is, but he cleans his bed. I don't know. He just doesn't have dry semen all over his bed. Can you imagine you just leave your bed like that? Um, and so, 
<laughs> oh, my oh God. My so anyway, she shows up, gets the gadgets out. But so funny, the, briefca- the briefcase clicks open. <laughs> like she's Detective Gadget. Um, and then so she doesn't find any trace or whatever. In a different room for a different guy, uh, she finds a pink shirt, right? And she's like, ooh. And given this was in the time where... Oh, only tough guys wear pink was a thing. Oh, those shirts that shirt, were huge. Yep, they yeah. were huge. And so she sees this pink shirt, and she's like, I love the fact – this is a, pr- a plus. He has a pink shirt. Uh, shows me he can be in touch with his feminine side. She said this she three – She said this three fucking times, Kyle. I'm like, bitch, it's a pink shirt. I have, like, three pink shirts and a pair of, like, salmon pants. You do, Kyle, yeah. You're in touch with your feminine side. Apparently. I don't think so. Kyle, but, but this sure. guy could be the biggest douchebag creep, oh, like, yeah. like, anger man. Like, he wears pink. He wears pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. May I give him a chance with the pink shirt? It's like, what? And so you're going off of breadcrumbs in this show. Oh, like, yeah. you are totally making shit up as you go along, checking what stuff is there. Another one, the other guy had a hole in his wall, and she's like, she puts her fist up to the hole and she's like, <laughs> someone gets angry or whatever. Or like has no backstory behind what happened to this wall, but she thinks he punched the wall. And so he was the first kicked off when she meets up with them at the end. He's like, yeah, I'm just nervous. Like you punched the wall and like, I just don't want to be with someone who has like anger issues or something like that. But anyway, so she's choosing based off what she finds. But the best part is, is that at the end of her checking these three guys rooms out, they get to raid her room. So they get to raid her room. They're looking for the panty drawer. Like, it's always the same bullshit. Looking for the panty drawer. Looking for bras. They're like, bro, look at this. And then, like, it's so, it's so weird. And, um, and so they're like, you think of that SpongeBob episode with the panty raid? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. And then they're at Mr. Krabs. You know, that, that episode's banned now. Is it actually? Yep, they won't show that episode on TV anymore. I'm actually. I actually don't even think it's on the streaming services either. Well, Cal, when I think of the panty raid, when I think back to that, that's actually like was pretty crazy that they that was on a TV show <laughs> for children. <laughs> it's hysterical, Cal. But we didn't grow up to fucking be perverts and no, like, we didn't grow yeah, up what? to go on panty raids because fucking Mr. Krabs wanted to go on one. <laughs> it was a cartoon. I know that's so funny, but it does remind me. It does sound like that, but. And so they, they're looking at her stuff and trying to see stuff like that and, and blah, blah, blah. But that's basically the premise of Room Raiders. They they give her other equipment, too. I think they give her a uh, – she has a cell phone, like a flip phone. like she could, Or she can direct message them in the van. I think that might be 2.0 became a little bit more high tech. They have tongs in case you don't want to touch something. I'm like, this is just – In case they leave their underwear out, you want to use the tongs to yes. lift them up. It's just ridiculous. It's so extra. But that was another show which was big, but I wouldn't say it was to the level of, like, parental control. And you could tell by how much it was aired. But So I, I never saw this show. So how, how planted were the things in these people's rooms? Like was was it like blatantly because like on next and parental control is like, like everything very... about it is so like non organic and you know placed yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. Was it similar to that where like no. you could tell that the rooms were like staged and set up? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think sometimes maybe, but like, like they didn't put like it... really ridiculous things in the no, room. Like no. you're not finding like oh, this man has three used condoms under his bed. No, it definitely wasn't It wasn't a script. It looked like, like genuinely like the person was looking for stuff. Mm. So I don't think it was unless they were told to leave stuff in certain places you never knew. But that show itself didn't come off as scripted as mm. the other shows, but it was still just cringy by premise, honestly. 
you know mm. but yeah those are like that's probably like the third one other than that like those were the i never knew about next until kyle and christina were like want to watch really next. you never knew about i had it? never even heard of it and so the only shows i ever heard of growing up were room raiders room raiders 2.0 and and parental control see i knew i knew next of its existence i never really watched it when we were younger though uh-huh parental control is the big one that i watched yeah like for me mtv was like parental control uh cribs oh cribs that was a big one which that was heartbreaking years ago to find out that that was it's all fake stage 90 something percent of those uh places were staged that's so crazy like most of them so aren't wealthy. even their house but they're so wealthy i'm so confused why did we like, lie about it so in a way i get it because as a celebrity you don't want people to know where you live like, or where you live because then if you recognize the house from the show oh, even if they're not saying the address but this is you also just way to be driving around california and, you and then you're like oh wait a second that's a uh, 50 cents house 50 like... cents house or that's a uh, joel madden's house uh -huh. where he had a tiger a chained tiger, up in the back yeah. that he threw stakes to it's like that's fucking ridiculous I, I think that back then, I don't... Steve-O, his was real. Really? I think he was on a couple of times. Did One he have of an his apartment? Was real. He had a rundown apartment. This is when he was like a severe drug addict. Oh, my God. He had a disgusting apartment with just garbage strewn about everywhere. Like, unlivable place looking. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, he's totally cleaned up now. Yeah. But like, that was one of the few real ones that they ever had i actually really enjoyed when they would see a celebrity and it was like a normal house yeah. or something like that mm -hmm. you know but sometimes they were nuts looking oh yeah and i'm like but it's still weird to me that we like lied about it also in a day and age where social media again wasn't a thing like it wasn't it wasn't like a million people were gonna see that you know or yeah. know where to find it the internet wasn't even what it was you and know you know what i think is even weirder about the show what? probably the weirdest moment of any of those shows to me well of cribs was i understand the rooms and like things like that mm. they would always open the fucking refrigerator oh my in god every episode yeah. like i drink and it's always stocked flawlessly like color coordinated with the drinks like i drank nothing but gatorade it was gatorade it's always like gatorade always gatorade or some kind of energy drink or something stupid uh -huh. like i don't drink water i drink gatorade and it's just shelves of the same <laughs> drink in like different colors it was always something like that yeah back in the day i would have been like like that looks cool but now i'd look at that and be like whoa they spent a lot of money at the grocery <laughs> store you know yeah but but yeah it was always the fridge was the biggest thing like check out my fridge outside there were, there were two no three big things on that show cars like uh -huh. the garage and how many cars were at the yep. place Fridge. the bedroom i was gonna say that is the third one Kyle. and the refrigerator yeah those were the big old cars fridge bedroom yeah they'd always say this is where the magic happens or whatever mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i feel like i could introduce people to my crib these days and i'd be like this is where no magic happens <laughs> this is where i get like six hours of sleep daily <laughs> this is where i lay down for a couple hours and then wake up feeling unrested to go to work unrested and broken down <laughs> The life of a non-celebrity. A non-celebrity single man. I know. Oh, my God. It sounds sad when you paint it that way. God. But, but yeah, so MTV was kind of like, uh, again, but they kind of paved the way for shows like that. There really wasn't any other network that had reality TV quite like MTV. Yeah, them, had. And, them and VH1. VH1. VH1 was yeah. the other Is VH1 even still a channel? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Yeah. Huh. I think in VH1, wasn't VH1 the one with Hell Date or was that? No, that was BET. Oh, BET had Hell BET Date. BET had Hell Date, which, which they set people up. So like your friends would sign you up for it, but you wouldn't know. 
uh-huh. so you would go on a date Thinking with someone who you date. would actually yeah which is kind of cruel when you think about yeah, it yeah yeah it was like a hidden camera show yeah this one wasn't scripted this no like, yeah this was i mean it was scripted for part of it but it like seemed in, like the person that was on the date actually no thought clue. they were going on a real date yeah because their friends set them up with this show and mm-hmm. they would go on and the person that they were on a date with would just either would be like an asshole. Well, they would tell them what or, they didn't like. Yeah. So if you're chewing with your mouth exactly. open, the date would be like pervasively chewing with his mouth. So they would either be like really playing off your pet peeves, being uh-huh. just an overall like ass, or like having things on the date just go super wrong. Yeah. And then at the end, when the person's starting to get kind of like fed up with things, they would always have this guy run out, and he was a little person. Yeah, it's very nice. Which I believe, if I'm not using the correct wording on that, I apologies. Think I, think I think that's, that's the, the current nice way. Nice, correct. Yeah. yeah. They did not use him nicely at the time. No, this was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> they this is like this, playing the stereotypes they here. They dressed this man up like the devil, gave him a little pitchfork, and he would run out of like a closet or wherever the hell he was and hiding. Like a deranged. And just start yelling, you're on hell day, and start poking at the person with the pitchfork. <laughs> Which was hysterical, <laughs> but it was really, but it was kind of messed up. Playing off stereotypes, like it's like he's like this angry midget oh in a, like a, a child's devil oh. costume. Hysterical at the time, but oh my god, god. <laughs> that was hysterical. That was the funniest part of the show. Oh my god, funniest part. You of actually the show. reminded me, Kyle. I think I kind of mixed the two. There was another. I think this was MTV, if I'm not mistaken. There was a show. It lasted for three seasons. I'm almost positive. Disaster date. Oh, and it yeah. was very similar in style yes. to Hell Date, but it was, uh, and that one was very similar. But there was mm-hmm. no short man, <laughs> tiny person in a devil costume. It was really just doing the same yes. thing where they would purposely go out of their way. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, it, it, I totally forgot about Disaster Date until like right the second. Oh my god! But that was bad. I don't know. I couldn't even imagine. Like, what if? Sometimes I think like, what if I were on a date? Someone knew all the shit that would like make me like uh and and i didn't know it was a joke and i thought it was a real date like how would i be able would i be able to get through it knowing me i think i could i think i'm nice i would just play it off nicely and then i just wouldn't go out you would get through it and then you would call me afterwards and be like you will never believe this yes Uh uh-huh like it would be horrendous yes you would be able to get through it but then you would rant about it oh yeah 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 which, like, given, I don't think I've ever been on a bad date. Like, I always say that. I don't, I would never classify any date I've ever been on as a bad date. Mm. I've been on dates where, like, there's more chemistry than other dates, but, like, but, you know, never a bad date. But some dates you hear about from people, and you're like, oh my God, that sounds like almost a horror story. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I don't know how I would respond if the date was that bad. Like, if I was with someone who was creating a scene with the waiter or waitress, I don't know. I I think I, I'd have to call it early. I think I'd have to go to the bathroom or some like because I would be like, oh my god, I feel so awkward, I feel so uncomfortable. Or someone that's like notably kind of gross. Like, what if my the girl I'm out with just rips ass in public, oh. unapolog- unapologetically rips like, ass, not like it just slipped out, just like purposely just doesn't, and hold then laughs it about yeah. it. Oh, oh god, oh my god, yeah, but no, the, like the waiter thing. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate test. That's the right tell, there. though. How, how that's do you a tell. wait staff? Yeah, because then that's going to be you one day. Mm-hmm. Thir- 20 years into the marriage when you're sick of each other. The two the two telling things, wait staff, how you treat that, and whether or not they bring the cart back in the parking lot of the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nothing worse 
than people that do not bring the cart back to the... And I'm not expecting people to bring it to the front of the store. Yeah. But there are cart corrals all over. There's Dude, nothing most worse than people, people don't just bring it leave back. it in the... Most people don't bring oh, it back. It in the me grass nuts. median or they leave it in a parking spot. But I always go... Even if it's like kind of out of my way, like it's I will not walk, my... I will even walk. Even if there's no cart corral, I will walk it back to the store. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do it because not I'm just like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Lot. yeah. No, I know. Well, that's the test of if you're really a good person or not. Mm-hmm. Well, then I guess we're great people, Steven. Yeah. I think so, Kai. I think so. I think that's the the moral of the story here. But... <laughs> But yeah, we really just wanted to use a roundabout way of talking about Netflix, uh, MTV <laughs> dating shows to talk about how great of people we are. It really, the moral of the story is me and Kyle are great people mm-hmm. and we probably don't, we, we are viewers of the show, but in no way, shape or form would we be participants of such, uh, what would you call that Kyle? What would you, how would you describe it? Of such garbage, garbage. Yeah. However, we would produce one if uh, people wanted to bring Next back with us at the helm. I'm going to be honest, if and if anyone ever listens to this, Kyle, if we make it big two years from now and anyone ever <laughs> hears this and I'm still single or whatever, and you hear me, I'm like some big influencer, I will go on a show. I 110% would go on a show. You know what I mean? I might feel a little awkward. Like, I don't think I could go on like modern shows like where the camera's always on you, like Love Island. Or My students said that one time. They're like, Mr. Ashley, you should go on Love Island, but I won't watch it, though. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't want to go on because I wouldn't want you guys to see me in that light. And but, also, I said, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that can just make out with people with, with also, cameras on. Yeah, I don't even do also that. Also, those shows cameras. don't like lead to anything 90% of the time. No, they don't. But sometimes there's occasionally someone that does. You never Very know. rare. Very well, rare. Well, like there was a show on, I think this is also an MTV one, not so much modern, but again, maybe mid-2010s, mm-hmm. uh, Are You the One? That was an interesting one because they had people take, it got really screwy in like the later seasons, but Uh the first two, maybe three were actually really good. They had a bunch of people in one house as, you know, all these shows do, but it was an equal amount of guys. Oh wait, that's on Netflix. They have that on Netflix now. You can watch it. Oh, did they put it on Netflix? Yep. It's really, if you haven't watched it, I recommend it. At least the first couple seasons. So they have people take tests to based on the test results i guess determine who your perfect match or whatever <coughs> is and each person in the house only has one match the oh, i definitely have watched a video or days, two like oh, after like the they have like challenges or whatever mm-hmm. then the goal is you have to find your match mm-hmm. and if everyone finds their match they get whatever the prize pool of money was wow very interesting show but i think one of the couples from there actually went on to get married have kids and they're still together it's a very rare thing from any of these shows it's possible but so many people on that show just quick side tangent because this is another one of those ones that's kind of before the modern age i would put it but not in that ridiculous trash age mm-hmm. is that they oh my god i'm trying to figure out how to put this in a nice way they on that show are some of the dumbest people I've watched on TV because almost all of them didn't play the fucking game. Mm-hmm. You do not have to stay with this person. Yeah. Just because they are your match does not mean you're actually like destined to be together. Yeah. There were so many people are like, oh, well, I don't think they're my match. I'm going to go with, 
know, this person, because I want them to be my match. I'm like, no. No, but that's not the premise, Go based though. on the logic. But, think, like, no one on the show could think logically, and it used to piss me off, because I'm like, what are you doing? No, but sometimes it's like... I it's think... like they didn't want to admit it, but I'm like, okay, but if you like this person, like, because there would be people that would get in, like, pseudo-relationship things on the show, mm-hmm. right? then they wouldn't be a match and they'd be like distraught but i'm like no one's saying that after the show you cannot be together yeah it's just saying for the purpose of this show pick someone else but also it's like maybe like maybe your intuition is wrong like a lot of people don't choose correctly for themselves you know what i mean and so maybe there's something with somebody but it's a slow burn you know Mm -hmm. what i mean I feel like sometimes if it's like a too immediate, then it might just be total like physical attraction. So you you it makes you because that's the initial start of a lot of stuff. <clears throat> but if it's like too strong, then it might mask the logical side, and maybe you're not a good match. It's just totally mm-hmm. like whatever the word is for if you're all about looks. Uh, what's that word, Kyle? If you're all about looks, shallow. Not shallow. Well, it comes from more of a. Oh my god. I don't want to say shallow. It's like a different word. Materialistic. Maybe nah, it's like a lot like that word, but but uh, but ultimately it's like that instead of maybe you meet someone you're like oh they're good looking you know mm-hmm. what I mean uh, but then maybe your interests and your lifestyles and whatever mesh together mm-hmm. and then love forms from that. Mm-hmm. But people go on that show and they're just lusting after people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. all it is. So it might not be your perfect match just because like they're the most attractive person to you. In one respect, mm-hmm. you know, but Kyle, I've definitely seen two episodes or so of that show. The moment I was like, I've heard of that show, but it's a good show. At least yeah. the first couple seasons were. Yeah, I should watch it. I should finish. I never really finished watching it. It got real stupid. I think they got a different host too, oh, and but I don't. Apart. I don't remember if they did or not, but I remember I tried watching it. I fell off for a couple, you know, seasons there, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe even just one, and I tried picking it back up. I was like, "This is not the show that I used to like. This is bad." Yeah. So. Oh but, God. I don't know. I think that covers all the main the main players. I think so. I think we covered most of the scale of dating type shows. I we even covered George Lopez's "Take Me Out," which is the most obscure show no one's ever I think heard. It had of one ever. season. I think it had one, which is yeah. a bummer because it was actually pretty. It good. was. Yeah, I liked it. It was actually really good, but but um. Yeah, I think I think everyone who listens to the show who grew up around our time can can relate to this in some shape or form. And if you didn't, if you missed these because you were too young or anything, most of them are on streaming. Most of them are on Paramount. Or we could Plus, go YouTube has full episodes. Or YouTube sometimes. too. Go back, just watch a couple episodes. Or if you are like us and you remember them from a nostalgic perspective, uh-huh. go back and watch them as adults. Because it's so different. They hold up, but in a totally different way than you want them to. Because as kids, we watched them and we thought they were actually super good like and entertaining. They look, yeah, yeah, but now it's like... But now you watch it and it's good in like the train wreck, like you car crash, you can't take your eyes away. Yeah. Like awful way. And I actually great. I actually agree with that because I would say watching it again recently, uh, it's not the same feeling I had mm-hmm. when watching it as a kid. You know what I mean? Because as an adult, if it came out when we were already adults, I'd probably be like, oh, this is awful. I probably wouldn't really oh, watch God, it. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. If it came out today, I'd be like, this is... Some of the cringiest thing. Also, I've ever horrendously seen. produced comparatively. It's crazy. Oh yeah, I mean the production budget was definitely way smaller than for anything these days. Also, the fashion styles. God, sometimes you forget that the early two thousands did not have the best 
fashion yeah. sense. But I did um, like skinny jeans. Uh, you had the Avril Lavigne kind of hair, like the emo chick hair, mm-hmm. which was kind of nice. I, I was into that, yeah. Yeah. It reminds skinny me of, jeans uh, will never go away. No. Skinny jeans will always look good. My kids make fun of me on the daily for these okay. jeans. Well, that's ridiculous. I see people these days wearing like the stupid flared out bottom pants. Oh, yeah. That like, look yeah. ridiculous. No, because it's so weird. Like it, this was this will come back in style one day. But like even some people I work with tease me over my skinny jeans. I'm like, they're stretchy one. They're not too tight. Yeah. But it's just they're com- they're so I hate baggy jeans. You know, so do I. But Why do you want to look like a box. No, I know it doesn't look it doesn't it's make your figure look good. Yeah. But I personally think the skinny jeans, it reminds me of, you know who the fashion of that day and age reminds me of? It reminds me of the girls that worked at Cinnamon Tree. Like, yes. Like, oh specifically God, yes. Dana. Dana. I thought Dana was so fine. Dana, hello. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> you're probably like 40 now, but still hit him up. You're single. I'm single. <laughs> if you still have that pink car. Cal, that, that car has cool to car. be dead by now. Uh, like a pink, crappy looking Honda <laughs> Civic. <laughs> Oh, my God. You got to wonder who she was friends with in high school. I already have a picture of who she was probably friends with in high school, like the type of dudes, like the skater rec kids, right? But uh, definitely could have seen any of the people that used to work at Symmetry on on next. Yes, yes. 100%. No, but not, I, I not just... in a bad, like, negative, like, trash way, just mm-hmm. in, like, the style of, like, the way yeah. they used to dress. Well, and Dana stuff. was so, and could have been on one of those shows, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, one person who didn't really strike me that way, but was really attractive was Lori. Mm-hmm. Like, I think her name was Lori. It she was had Lori. dark, yeah. curl, like, the dark, dark curly, curly, wavyish hair. hair. I wonder yep. what, she was wicked good looking. She was on, like, the Tanner side. Tanner. Yeah. She had her sister, I think, Amanda or someone, and she oh, was the God. head summer her. camp counselor. Yeah. They didn't even look like sisters, yep. but about her but yeah so i don't know but yeah looking back at how they dress that was totally because they were the age of the people on that show mm-hmm. you know which is weird because when we were there i felt like they were like adults watching us as kids but they were much they, they were, were like 10 years younger than us now yeah which is nuts yeah which is nuts to me some of them could have been even younger yeah but that's how little kids look at us now like we do look like actual adults even though we don't always really feel like we are. Well, that, that was the same that happened to me. At, I was at a job fair doing some recruiting at a high school, actually our old high school. Yeah. And I looked at the people I was there with and I said, do we look old to them? Mm-hmm. And they were like, yes. I guess, I guess so, we yeah. do. And I was like, but I look at them and I'm like, I don't feel you much You don't older. feel old. Yeah, no. I know. So. Well, sometimes it's also your facial. Like high school, most high school kids don't grow facial hair unless you're super hairy. You know. Yeah, that's true. So like for me, like if I get rid of the beard, my my kid, like my oh, students, yeah, you look like a hated baby. It. Yeah, don't ever do like, that. Like it again. freaked them out. Like if they thought like if I had a normal school T-shirt on or had a backpack or whatever, like I could I could blend in. You like, definitely you know, could have. Which is crazy. Yeah, don't do know? that again. No, I won't. That was weird. That was super weird. But uh, they said never do it again, and I haven't. I trimmed it though. If you notice, yes. I did yeah, trim good. it a little bit, yeah. yeah. But see, the trims you got to do, but like, yeah, it was just. I, I say, as I have a big, big, big bushy lumberjack beard, beard yeah. coming in. Like Kyle's over here looking like he's like, growing it out, tapping until, trees for maple syrup. <laughs> growing it out to growing that in my hair out until the a couple oh weeks my before God. the wedding. So we're gonna see what happens. Kyle's gonna look like a, a ball of hair with a <laughs> face in the center. <laughs> oh God. It's well, going to be crazy. It's going to be kind of cool, though, seeing the transformation. You take a before and after. Oh, yeah. Like, you know? That's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'll share it with everyone on the Q&A Instagram page. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Instagram, Kyle, should we should we sign off right now? 
I think we should. Yeah. Follow so, us on Instagram. Instagram. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to the Spotify channel. Share it with your friends. This is now episode what? 17? 17 we're recording. Which is crazy. 17 weeks, guys. Literally, we've been doing this since, I think, the beginning, like halfway through the school year. Yeah. I think we've made it almost through our entire season one, which we were going to make 20 episodes, I think. Yep. Got three more episodes after this one. Uh, Then we'll be taking a bit of a... A little break. A bit of a break after that. To brainstorm. You still still got almost a month of Q&A left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, so I don't know. But if, again, share with your friends. Uh, not every episode is for everyone, but if one episode relates to you. Uh, See, or not to every friend. episode is for everyone, but we have an episode for every person. For every person, yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. so many different topics. And, again, part of what we're going to do on our next break is brainstorm what we want to do for the next season and then talk about, like, so, figure out new ideas for the next 20 episodes. And if anyone has anything they want to hear us talk about, anything at all, yeah, let us know. We'll mm-hmm. talk about literally anything. We can literally have an episode where we just have no game plan, start the podcast, and I guarantee you we can fill an hour of we, good conversation. We could probably fill an entire season like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's just it's just there. Mm-hmm. But we need people to spread the word, spread the love, spread our name around, you know, and then hopefully one day we'll get like, it'd be cool to have like 100 viewers like mm-hmm. like when we release. That'd be a pretty big accomplishment. Mm-hmm. you know that's the goal yeah but well, for now yeah i guess that's everything right that's it i've been q and i am a and we'll see you next, next time, time.